Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 1. Minute one. Hi everyone, this is Dan, Dan Budnick, Daniel R. Budnick, you can call me Dan. I am the host of the now finished One Minute with Night of Horror, Minute to Dismember, and One Minute with Blood Lake and Iced. I'm also a main host on Eventually Super Train, co-host on Made for TV Mayhem Show, and I do this, that, and the other thing, and I'm writing this, and I'm signing that, and I'm trying to, you know how it goes. Welcome to The Last Slumber Party Minute. I know it's it's not quite as pithy or catchy as the other ones, but I wanted to keep it very simple so we could dive right into this. So, yeah, like I like I I said, it's uh, I'm I'm not going to repeat what the opening says. You you got what's in the opening, and this is just we're going to dive in and we're going to listen to minute one of Last Slumber Party, and then I'll be back and I'll talk about it for a bit. So let me just add that I'm watching this from the was it Screen Greats or Screen Theater or Screen what the, the hell is it called? Nobody move. Scream Theater, double feature. Uh, volume 2, two classic slasher flicks, double the gross, more screams from your machine, Terror at 10 Killer, Last Slumber Party. I was actually thinking I'd do a one minute with uh, Terror at 10 Killer in the Last Slumber Party, but one, that title's far too long, and two, uh, Terror at 10 Killer is about, what, 17 minutes longer? And I get the feeling, as much as I love Terror Ten Killer, I might start to lose people if it's just seven. If I had the last seventeen episodes of just Last Slumber Party, or, or just uh, Terror Ten Killer with no Last Slumber Party, so mm, sorry about that, folks. Maybe one day you're one minute at Ten Killer, uh, comma Terror at or mm, well, let's dive right in the first minute here. It is off that DVD, and so the opening. If you had the VHS, it opened with like a BNS Productions, and I think it said a Steven Tyler film or Steven Tyler production or something like that, and then it kicked right into the first strike. The DVD puts that on a brand new, well, brand new for 15 years ago, whenever this DVD came out, brand new, a chapter all, it, uh, like a title all its own, BNS production, a Steven Tyler production, and then it goes into the movie itself, which is... Uh, approximately, let me give you a shout here, is, not approximately, is one hour, ten minutes, and forty-nine seconds long. So, boom. Awesome. We are going to dive right in and do the first minute, and I will be right back. Enjoy.
if you're only hearing that and you haven't actually seen that, you must be thinking, Dan, I don't know what's going on on screen, but this is clearly the best movie you've ever watched. Mm, you're not far off. That was, uh, the track on that, that was a band, First Strike, a uh, rockin' band from, I don't know where they're from. I want to say they're from Texas, but uh, I actually, I've never thought about where they're actually from. I know this movie was made in Louisiana, uh, but yeah, I'll get back to you on that. I just thought they were from everywhere and anywhere. First Strike, that's their 1986 album just a in quotes nightmare if you've never seen the cover you should look it up because you'll fall in love with it if you own the bleeding skull book you've seen the cover i bought the cd from retrospect records so we could include the cover in there and it's a it's a really fine mid uh 80s rocking you know thrash is not quite well thrash is 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 kicking in, but but really sort of not quite here. And and what we know of is sort of hair metal isn't quite. I mean, obviously that has a, doo, 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 but that's more of a metal, um, sort of from the first half of the '80s. You know, obviously when you hit the second half of the '80s, metal will get more extreme in one respect. You'll get thrash on the other end, and then you get the hair metal. This is sort of. Uh, hair, uh, uh, not hair metal. It, well, they got a lot of hair. Um, this is this is metal sort of extracted from uh, the hard rock and early '80s new wave of British heavy metal kind of thing. And I really like it. I think it's got. I love that. You don't need me to do that, like an idiot. And I was even doing air guitar as I was doing that. What a DN douche nozzle. But I love it. I love that tune. I think, I think it's a really great tune. It's a, I think it's a third track on side one. Nine songs on the album, four on side one, five on side two. But if you own the Retrospect Records CD, they combine the first two songs on side one, a side two into one track, but they don't kind of adjust the titles. So it's so you get on the back it lists eight tracks and i think i think the last one it lists is metal machine which is actually the penultimate track there's a there's a the the eighth track is actually heavy metal boys which we may hear later on in here but it's a really great album uh we'll talk more about sort of the music in this film when we get some other music in this film <laughs> yeah Another thing we will be discussing in this movie is what the heck was it shot on? Because there are scenes like this. This opening scene, the majority of this was clearly shot on, it looks like 8mm. Or is there a 4mm or a 2mm? I mean, it looks rough. If it's 16mm, I've shot stuff on 16mm. If it's 16mm, one, the lighting when... Oh, we'll we'll discuss sort of the setup, but just the lighting and the look of it, and so, so some some of the bits, some of the frames get so low that they like. There, there's one frame near the end there where like, there's like a spark of like like red and green and yellow in it, which is not good, and there are scratches all over it, which they should have you know wiped away before they transfer this to video. That's my guess. We're gonna discuss more what this was shot on. I mean, it looks to me like a. It looks to me like a mix of some video and film, but the portions that I think are video don't look like regular shot on video video, so I'm wondering if those were possibly shot on video and then maybe transferred to film. But then the post-production was all done on video as far as I could tell. Would anyone do that? Shoot on video, transfer to film, and then transfer the film back to video? I don't know. It would certainly give it a, a different look than just which is what this film has. And it's got a lot of looks. And 
one that we can we can discuss here is that opening shot. So if you got the DVD, you hit play, you know, and that opening shot where the camera's point of view of the killer, and it's peering down the hall, a hallway, and you see a closed door, and then you see another door that's open and a huge light shining out of it, and then the camera kind of turns towards the the wall and the a door, and everything goes black for like three or four seconds, and then in a burst of horrible green. Um, all of a sudden you're in like an operating room and it's it's clearly filmed with all the scratches and, and hairs and everything. But that opening shot, forgive me, and the, the thing that makes me say this, well, I haven't said it yet. That's one thing, folks, if this is your first time listening to one of my minute-by-minute um, uh, uh, minute podcasts, I tend to do these sort of off-the-cuff. And uh, so I will get ahead of myself and there's a charming, well, I consider it charming, that the the jury is out thing I do with words when I'm speaking rather quickly which I'll, I'll yell out when I um, when I do it but that opening shot that one just down the hallway that turns into the wall or the doorway and everything goes to darkness that looks like video to me doesn't it look like video look look at the lighting look at the look at the light the light has a softer video look and look at there's like a green um uh, like line or something on the sticking out of the left hand side of the screen, which almost looks like a video anomaly or something like that from like a, a video camera. Um, I don't know. I don't know for certain, but I do know that the sort of the texture and the look of that opening shot looks completely different from the shot that's in the operating room. Mm, I could be right. I could be wrong. I don't know. But yeah, so you're in an operating room, and it begins with I don't know what the hell they did, but it's just like it goes from complete darkness to this burst of green, and you're in the operating room, and you've got this kind of skeezy guy um, with a huge scar on his forehead and, and male pattern baldness encroaching, picking through uh, cabinets, and put, he begins to put on a surgical mask, and he's putting on the surgical mask, and the whole time, right, dun, 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 we're just rocking, and it feels so good to rock. And uh, we get we get a shot of a bunch of instruments and stuff. We kind of linger briefly over a scalpel and then kind of pan up to him. And in a moment, I always find amusing um, he, because when he puts on the surgical mask, and I will say this, I recently rewatched Death Nurse. And um, I don't know what the budgets were. on. I'm sure the budget on Death Nurse was zero as it is set in, you know, um, Nick Millard's uh, house, as all of his films in the '80s were set in, but but that opening scene where the the doctor and Nurse Mortley are doing surgery, and he has like a his his surgical mask is like a washcloth. Oh, I love it! But this is, looks like a real surgical mask, and it's interesting because they show him very meticulously putting the surgical mask on, but he has on his hospital robe, or his like patient robe. And then you see, and then it cuts away, and it pans over the instruments, and then you see the scalp, and then it pans up to him, and he's wearing full on scrubs. These are my OR scrubs. Oh, are they? And and he's he's got the full scrubs, and he's still putting the surgical mask on. It's 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 almost like I'm putting the mask on. You look away, zap. Oh my God, I'm in. I'm in. Oh, I'm, I mean, I imagine what happened is he suddenly was like, oh my gosh, scrubs, and he put the scrubs on. Maybe he maybe he took the um. Uh, maybe he took the uh, the the gown hospital gown thing off and put the scrubs on. I don't know. I'd like to think he's naked under the scrubs, just running around free. Um, but he he he. I'd like to think he sort of put the scrubs on and then went to put the hat on. He was like, "Crap! I have to take the the uh, surgical mask off." So that's why he took it off, rather than he was putting the surgical mask on. And when you put a surgical mask on in an operating room, 
my nose just wiggled. Suddenly you're wearing scrubs. I don't know, but hey, that's uh, that's that's the way that goes. And and yeah, and and it's great because there's no um um obviously live sound. It's all first strike playing. So there's just a moment where he kind of looks around pensively and you're like, what's he doing? And he grabs a scalpel and he looks up and the minute ends with like a hand like poking or poking sort of through the doorway towards the light switch and he's approaching that the hand or the arm, the wrist with his scalpel upraised. And that's the way the minute ends. Will he slash someone's arm with the scalpel? I guess if he's trying to hide, that's probably a bad idea to do that. But we got a minute of first strike really rocking you. And, um, you know, I'm going to... I think I'm going to wrap this minute up here. I was going to tell the story of how I first sort of discovered Last Slumber Party, but we will get into that when uh, we get a few minutes in and I have a little left to say. Maybe when we hit the credits. Uh, but, yeah, this that was... Um, the last slumber party minute episode one minute one we are rocking we got a crazy guy stealing um or scrubs with a scalpel uh escape uh, uh spoiler mental patient i i guess to say spoiler and then say it like it's a question doesn't you know maybe it wasn't a spoiler maybe that was a spoiler is that it's not a spoiler what i just said to you but and so we get the the rocking and we just get uh, I, I was going to say that's about as 88 as it gets. But actually, I think that footage was probably shot long before 88, and the music's from 86. So that's sort of as 80s-ish as you can get, or, well, the music is, at least. You can't really tell. We've had crappy-looking films uh, for ages. So we'll find out in the next, maybe we'll find out in the next minute what's going on. But yeah, that's minute one, and I'm going to leave you guys with this. <laughs> <laughs> 